This is Remember the Prisoner, the Freedom Initiative Podcast. Come with us to discover how alive and interactive God is. Tie yourself to eternal purpose. Bring King Jesus' kingdom to earth and equip yourself with the two most powerful weapons given to man, his word and prayer. And now here is your host. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, guys. Welcome. My name's Riley Sheets. Look, so I'm excited to bring this interactive podcast here to you. And for those of you who are new, I'll tell you a little bit about what we're doing here. I roll with a crew of disciple makers, and we are bent on discovering who God is and learning how we can push each other to obey Him more. We believe we have the, the privilege to walk humbly with God and bring His kingdom to earth. Like, bring it. Like, get active, bold, and bring it to earth, wherever you are. So like the intro said, our most powerful weapons are his word and prayer. And today, we are focusing on prayer, y'all. But before we get into our time here today, uh, if you're familiar with Remember the Prisoner, you might be asking, well, where's Jack? And if you don't know Jack, uh, he founded the podcast here. So Jack wanted me to get you a special message from him. So, y'all, here is Jack. Hey, hey, y'all, this is Jack back at Remember the Prisoner, the podcast where we care about you. We're trying to remember you. And we know that prison is not a pleasant place. We've got a team with like 90 years of incarceration experience. I was just a chaplain, but I know what it looks like to look into your eyes and to see the trouble, to see the pain, to see the shame, to see the pride, the arrogance, the hate, the violence. I know what it's like to talk to you guys. A lot of you guys on the girls on the inside, I'm still communicating with by the grace of God. And we've started having a new outreach section to our ministry here at Remember the Prisoner. We're trying to do more broadcast. One of them is praying with and especially for you. So if you have prayer requests, Get them to me at Remember the Prisoner, P.O. Box 19321, Amarillo, Texas, 79114. You know, we've been trying for a while. We've been working with an outreach program called Contagious Disciple Making, and they have global reach, and they have prayer partners. You've been prayed with uh, by us from Germany, you know, from Croatia, from other places around the world, of course, Canada, the United States. And this podcast is available through Securus in 47, maybe 48 states now. But you need to write to me so I can get you on my uh, JPay list if you want to be on it. Anyway, I'll need your name, your ID number, and the unit number you're in, or your name, unit you're in, so that I can start sending you good JPay devotional stuff. Now, today, we're introducing part of the prayer ministry. If you've been listening for a while, you know that we've been talking about developing a prayer network, like a global prayer network, where outsiders can pray for those of you who are affected by incarceration, and those of you who are affected by incarceration can pray for those on the outside. We believe that anybody that's washed by the blood of Jesus, our prayers we're on equal ground. I mean, we have complete access to the Father based on the blood of Jesus alone, based on the atoning work of what Jesus did in our lives. We know that sometimes our 
focus gets messed up. Sometimes our guilt blocks the face of God from us. The fellowship with God oftentimes gets interrupted by distractions of various kinds. You know, we're told to focus on Jesus, and yet we don't. You know, maybe we're busy, and it might be doing great things, but good is often a poor substitute for God. So good is better than bad, but neither one of them are God. You know, we need to talk to God himself. We need to be in fellowship with him on a daily basis. What we're trying to do is take this and house of incarceration and make into it make it into a house of prayer for all nations. Now, we know that we're not going to do that easily. We're not going to do that physically. It's not like we're going to come build new chapels inside every prison. No, we're going to use the ones we have or at least be praying for one another, whatever means we can communicate with. You know, I've got the podcast, and I'm fixing to introduce you to part of the team that is helping organize this. Riley Sheets has been on has been with Contagious Disciple Making for a while now. He's trained, and he's good, and God has used him mightily in the lives of many people. Riley Sheets will be our main go-to guy in this process of developing a prayer network. And I'm very pleased to get to introduce to you Riley Sheets. Yeah, Jack. Jack, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much and all the work that you've done to get us this far and get us to this point. It's truly an honor and humbling to be able to to step in in this capacity as we as we do. We shoot for that global prayer mobilization. And you guys tuning in, it's incredible to have you on the team. We hope that you take prayer uh, as serious as as the Lord's put it on our heart. And, and you know, one of the things that Jack said that I really liked was him pointing out how that if you're washed in the blood of Jesus, if he is your Savior, if you call him Lord and do the things that he says, if he is your Lord, then we all are on equal playing field, regardless of what we've done uh, in our past. We're, we're invited to that throne room reality of sitting before our Father, and he calls us ambassadors, which are people who carry the weight of the order of, of, the, of the government they represent. And so you, as a brother in Christ, are family, and carry the authority that our King has, King Jesus. And, and I just want to point out this picture that I, I had in one of my mornings of meditation uh, surrounding prayer. Okay, so the whole earth was, was shrouded in darkness, and th- that Bible verse about uh, Satan being the prince of the power of the air, him having rule in this, and Jesus seeing the crown that Satan had. These verses were popping up, and, and I just saw the world shrouded in this darkness, but there were little beams of light coming up, and, uh, and with those beams of light, I, I understood by the picture that these were people praying, people appealing to a higher authority than the ruler of the earth and the people who are, who are uh, participating with sin. Uh, things contrary to God, missing the godly mark that we were created to be. Uh, and, and the people who were praying, these little beams of light were them appealing to a higher power, one with more authority. And, and I, was, I was overwhelmed with this sense of, what hope do I have in someone else's kingdom, in a kingdom of darkness? What what chance do I have to overthrow what that king is doing when I'm in his 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 kingdom, his rule, and and I was so taken by 
the need of appealing to a higher authority for that higher authority to say, I release this from my kingdom. And so I want to encourage you guys that as you're praying, that you're not just speaking to air, but you are you are asking the Father to bring his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And so it's an honor and privilege to be here with you guys, beside you guys, as we ask God to do things in our lives and, and with our prayers. So the first thing we're going to do in these episodes here are celebrations. We want to know what God's doing in your life. Uh, we at CDM, we say the more measurable, the better. So if I am asking God, man, God, help me with my purity. You know, maybe instead of just saying, help me with my purity, you could say, God, I don't want to be looking at suggestive images. Uh, I don't want to look at any of them for a week. And and so that gives you something measurable. You know when God has helped you. And so uh, the first thing we do is celebrate. Um, I want to celebrate getting this first episode of the podcast out. It's uh, I've never done anything like this, guys. This has been totally new. And so I feel like I've just been strapping on a helmet and smashing through walls trying to get here to this place. Um, and so I want to celebrate. God, thank you for, for doing this. Thank you for getting this podcast going. And um, guys... Uh, go ahead, take down this address. It's right to Remember the Prisoner, P.O. Box 19321, Amarillo, Texas, 79114. And, and write in uh, your celebrations, the way God is interacting with your life, the way you're progressing in your Christian walk, the way God is influencing uh, your day rooms, your celly, uh, whatever you guys got going on, we want to celebrate because the Bible tells us to ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. And what better way to do that than in a community of people wanting his presence. So guys, write that address. Tell us what God is doing in your life. Uh, that's the first celebration for for this episode is that, woo, God, we got this off the ground, you know. So, uh the second part of the episode is uh, a prayer focus. Now, today's prayer focus comes out of Germany. We have a team in Germany who's doing a lot of good work. Uh, they are mobilizing prayer like we are here. They've got their own mode of uh, prayer mobilization. You know, uh, at CDM, we want to be disciples worth multiplying. And so we want to form these habits of prayer. But then... Uh, if we're going to make disciples of the Lord, we need to be getting other people to pray. And so we love to pray with them. And so they're doing great works in that. They're actually in a position where they're they're training leaders. And, and before I just say too much, I'm just going to go ahead and hand it over to Thomas from Germany. And he will let you guys know how we can focus on praying for him. Uh, he's needing some help over this next week, actually 14 days. And so I want you guys to be able to hear from Thomas. If you got a pen and paper, write this down so you can be praying throughout the week for this. Thomas, take it away. Dear brothers and sisters, this is Thomas from Germany. I sent you many greetings and we would appreciate your prayers. We are in the process of developing leaders and establishing a disciple-making leadership team. Would you please pray for wisdom and clarity for us to identify potential leaders and who we should talk to Please pray for wise communication for God's work in this so that good leadership structures can be in place and we can fulfill our responsibility as leaders. There are also some difficult topics that need to be addressed and we will have a number of conversations over the next 14 days. Please pray for God's protection and unity in all of that. My wife Hannah leads a discovery group, the Unbelievers are taking steps and some even started to recognize that Jesus is God. However, there still seems to be a stronghold, namely that the people in the group don't see the seriousness of sin, but view sin just as a mistake. Please pray that God would help them see what sin really is in his eyes and that they would get convicted and see their need for Jesus as Savior. 
There's also several others who have Bible studies with unbelievers. Please pray that those people would turn to Jesus, get baptized, and follow him. In our network, we have so far five disciple-making communities. Please pray that they would grow strong and become more effective in reaching the lost. Pray that the members of the group would be able to start reading the Bible with their unbelieving friends and the discovery Bible groups would emerge. Thank you so much for your prayers. May God bless you and strengthen you. Many greetings from Germany. Bye-bye. Yeah, Thomas, thank you so much for that. And uh, and I want to just pray really quick. Uh, God, I'm asking that you would be intentional with that German community of believers who are making disciples for you. Lord, the, the talks that they're going to have over the next couple weeks, I ask that there would be a spirit of humility uh, and, and obedience to, to your word when it says, humble yourselves before those who have authority over you. And so these people who you, uh, that Thomas and Hannah are leading, God, would they receive what they have to say with humility? And God, these groups that Hannah's involved with where they're not seeing sin correctly. I just ask that they would see your justice, that they would uh, be able to find in your word examples of how just you are and how you won't end um, our experience as humans without a balanced scale and that, that it's not going to go well for us when, we, when we're breaking your law unless we can be atoned for by Jesus. I just ask that the weight of the reality of sin would sink into these people. And Lord, there are other disciple-making communities that are are beginning to thrive, God. Would you cause them to thrive more? Would you breathe life into their groups and their outreaches? In Jesus' name, yeah. Guys, if you want to pray for them, please pray. Uh, pause this at any time and just pray. Um, also, if you want to write in your prayers, we would love to give your prayers that you write in to Thomas and Hannah. So that address again, remember the prisoner, P.O. Box 19321, Amarillo, Texas, 79114. Uh, write your prayers, send them in. We will get them to Thomas and Hannah. We will also continue to update you guys on the next episodes about about how God's answering their prayers and how their discussions are going. So thank thank you again, Thomas, for, for giving us that. And now I want to give you guys a few more prayer requests. These are taken from our Wednesday morning meetings. Uh, we get together and we pray. Uh, this last Wednesday, we were praying specifically for you guys, for the Freedom Initiative to be able to get into uh, uh, you guys more efficiently and with more mentors, more uh, people that want to meet you guys and, and make sure that you're doing well in there. Uh, so here are a few more prayer requests from that Wednesday morning meeting. My name is Aaron from San Diego, California. We're praying for three individuals here to help out with the Freedom Initiative, uh, specifically a, a re-entry coordinator, a communication coordinator, and a fundraising coordinator. Um, in addition to that, we're trying to mobilize the churches to uh, come together and pray and for prayer events once a month. And we have three churches show up for our first one, and we're praying for um, seven churches or more to come together for the second one. So thank you for your prayers. Okay. Um, I'm Jolene from San Diego, California, and I volunteer at a local crisis pregnancy clinic um, that is a pro-life clinic. And I am meeting with several women um, who are interested in uh, discovery Bible study, but there are a lot of restrictions on how often I can um, have interaction with them. So I can only have interaction with them while I'm in the clinic. So pray that there's some breakthrough um, and there's an opportunity for me to have relationships with them outside of the clinic. Um, and also pray that more women um, and whole families will want to discover God together in the Word. I'm Tim. I'm from West Africa. And I have a Muslim guy that's, that has, I've taken him through the Discovery Bible study. He's taken 
about 15 other people in three groups through the Discovery Bible Studies. And, uh, and now three of those people and himself have started four new Discovery Bible Studies and uh, and he's still leading the original groups in a in another in a CDM. So uh, pray God that all these guys are still Muslims. So they have not become Christians yet. So pray God to work in their hearts to make them Christians. Keep Satan from attacking them because I I'm just these guys are all Muslims going together, and I'm a, always afraid that Satan's going to try and do something nasty in there. But pray them for protection and for them to come to come to the Lord. Thank you very much. All right. My name is Riley from Iowa. I am asking for God to make space for me to enter the lives of the people in the halfway house in my city. Um, I'm making contact with them, but I need God to be intentional about uh, favor that I can meet them outside of the halfway house meeting and in a more casual so if God answers my prayer, that's what I want it to look like. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm requesting prayer uh, uh, for the Freedom Initiative, both San Diego and Texas, uh, for uh, for uh, funding uh, for uh, uh, the Lord to go ahead of us and and make resource for the Freedom Initiative. Uh, we're anticipating God's going to do a great work in in both areas specifically for next year is that God provides the funding. And that is Fred from San Diego. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Fred from San Diego. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thanks. I'm Phil from uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul in Minnesota. And I'm asking for prayer for someone that I mentor in a prison here who I've been teaching discovery Bible study to. He's a lifer, and yet he's committed to sharing the word with the young men in his unit. He's only with them for a few weeks at a time. And so uh, pray that his uh, his opportunities to teach them the basics of Discovery Bible Study may, uh, may be on fast forward, and that they may then take what they learn from the scriptures and from this strategy of disciple-making wherever they go. Uh, Hi, I'm Rachel from Delaware, and um, I'm just asking for prayer for our DMM team here in Delaware to engage uh, the Delaware prisons. Um, I've got a team of women already uh, that want to engage and get in there and uh, look for persons of peace. So just need prayer on entering and uh, looking for those persons of peace that God's already working on. All right, y'all, that's all we got for giving you guys prayer requests. But now, here's how we're ending the show. This is the third part of our show here, and uh, this is where we take your prayer requests. These are things that you've either written in to that address, or you've had people come in that you hang out with and, and you guys pray together, and they gather your requests and give them to us so that we can pray with you. But I'm not doing this by myself. I got six other people here with me. And, and we're going to be praying for you. Before we dive in, I'm going to have everybody start introducing themselves. You guys can get to know them. Uh, uh, my buddy, Travis. Travis, you're going first because you have been the most nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we'll have my buddy, Lewis, go. Go ahead, Travis. All right. Hey, uh, my name's Travis. Called um, out. I'm originally from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Um, I now live in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Uh, I'm a creative strategist and a web designer. I love to uh, especially work with um, entrepreneurs, uh, missionaries, and uh, you know innovators. Uh, I'm a big fan of the game of chess, and I love coffee. Boom. That's beautiful, Travis. That's why we love you so much. That was like That's a really why. good introduction. I know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you set no, the I'm... bar really high now. I, oh, you boy, really did. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> Lewis, follow that act, my buddy Lewis. Come on. All right. Well, my name's Lewis Colbertier. I served 12 years over in FSP, Florida State Penitentiary. I got saved inside of prison and wanted to continue on being on fire for God. Obviously, coming outside the gates wasn't as easy 
as being in prison because you don't have all that temptation around you. But take heart. Like Jesus said, he has overcome the world. Um, I'm just trying to do as best as I can. And obviously trying to just let Jesus take the wheel. Um, I've been out for about five years now. Uh, got myself steady on a job, got myself steady on uh, life, and it does take time, but just keep at it and know that once you come out, you guys, you're still being thought of in there. That's awesome. Mic drop. Travis, take that. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's great. We're glad you're here, Lewis. My goodness. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you. This does not bode well for me. Oh, goodness. Good yeah, stuff. Pressure is <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks, Riley. So my name's Aaron. I'm over here in San Diego, California, originally from the Bay Area. Been doing prison ministry for um, over a decade now, um, and that's my full-time job. I'm a pastor down at the local prison and just love um, love everything about it. The end. Yeah, that's awesome. I got to meet Aaron at uh, Earlier this year, I got to go out and visit him in San Diego and meet him. And he's an amazing, amazing man of God. And uh, happy you're here with us, Aaron. Beck, let's hear a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I'm in South Carolina, uh, Greenville, South Carolina. And I work with Contagious Disciple Making and Paul Watson, which you'll hear in just a moment. Um, I work to coach, train, and organize uh, believers, both in the U.S. and the world, to pray for and make disciples, um, who make disciples wherever they are, and to uh, make a difference in the lives of the people that are around them, too. I have played the piano since I was nine years old, and um, I also... I don't know what else to tell about myself. <laughs> I think that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, Beck is my mentor and coach in disciple making, and she's been responsible, uh, along with Paul, uh, she's been responsible for opening up my mind in many ways. And so much thanks for you to be here with us, Beck. Um, Mr. Michael Dorsett. Um, hello, everyone. I am from the great state of Texas. Um, God's country. Um, I don't know it's actually Israel. I know it's Israel, but we're second place. Uh, uh, I'm a I'm a uh, pastor. Um, been pastor pastoring for almost 20 years. Um, married with four beautiful daughters, so I'm taking up an offering. For <laughs> Do a lot of traveling overseas, do a mission work with the church. Um, and for fun, I smoke meat, that is, meat. <laughs> you know, because in Isaiah wow. chapter 25, the Bible talks about the choicest meats at the marriage supper of the Lamb. That's going to be Texas barbecue. And um, so I do that for fun. At 35, you either get into uh, World War II history real deep or you start smoking meat. So I, I, I chose both of those. Um, so that's what I do for fun. <clears throat> Glad to be here. You know, I got a, a friend in from Memphis. He said they don't say they're from Tennessee. He says they're from Memphis. But next time I'm in Texas, I'm going to come get some of your barbecue because I don't know if you can beat that Memphis barbecue. That's Just not saying. barbecue, man. That's not barbecue. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. Shots. Oh, my. Yeah. That's an episode in and of itself. <laughs> Yeah, All right, finally, finally, I've got my my friend Paul Watson with us. Paul, go ahead and tell us about yourself. Yeah, hey, I'm Paul Watson. I am the founder of uh, Contagious Disciple Making. Rebecca and I run uh, Contagious Disciple Making together. And like she said, our whole focus is on how do we mobilize the body of Christ and help them become disciple makers at, to reach all peoples everywhere, because we don't believe that anyone has been forgotten by God or neglected by God. And so how do we help the body of Christ remember everyone and go into all the places to make sure that they know that they are loved by God and uh, that they are part of his kingdom. And so that's that's what we do. Uh, a little bit about myself. I grew up, uh, I am a Texas boy. 
Uh, my family's from Amarillo and Lubbock, Texas, and uh, my mom has five degrees from Texas Tech University and uh, and everything there. So that's that's a bit of there. I left the United States, lived in Hong Kong, Malaysia, India and Singapore because my parents are missionaries and uh, they started uh, churches all over the world. At the age of 10, my parents got me arrested for the first time uh, because they were planting underground churches among the population there. And that was against the law. And so I like to tell them they, they just put us in the house arrest, guys. We played a lot of Scrabble. It wasn't a big deal. But I like to tell people that. And then I was thrown out of my first country at the age of 11 uh, for being a labeled a political undesirable. So it's been a whirlwind kind of life. And right now I live in the uh, state of Oregon trying to help it become, well, less crazy. Uh, bring a little Texas to the Oregon and uh, and see where it goes from there. But I'm really glad to be here. Super glad to be praying for you guys and hopefully with you guys uh, as you're listening to this. That's Paul, a man of few words. I've been a pastor longer than Michael has, so I've got like at least a 10,000 more oh. words. <laughs> wow. Guys, we are all excited to be here and praying with you guys. We have prayer requests that you have either sent in or one of our inside uh, leaders, inside mentors has met with you one-on-one -on -one and given us your prayer requests. And so right now we're going to take some time. I'm going to have Beck start us off reading requests and then, and then we're all going to jump in and pray for you guys here today. And so it's our pleasure to do this. And Beck, can you take us away? Yeah, absolutely. So this this request is coming from Juan in the Clements unit in Texas. Uh, so it's to pray for the men and women who govern and make the laws, that they have more compassion for the incarcerated, and to pray for volunteers that give their time to prison ministry. Also, Juan has a good friend. Uh, his good friend and his sister is named Giselle. And so he is asking for prayer for deliverance for her and protection from the evil one. Um, not sure all of that situation, but that sounds like it needs our prayers. And so, um, so let's go ahead and pray for that. God, I want to pray for um, those who are in power and whether they're in Texas or California or in other places around U.S., Father, that we just need your favor from um, these men and women in power that to allow us to be able to help these men and these women, allow us to be them to be able to reach each other. And whether uh, even after their release, that you would, um, again, give favor to all those that are that know, are known by you to be able to make disciples and not be hindered by rules and laws and and things that would keep them from being able to do that um you know father i pray for our system to be able to have better understanding on how to be able to reach people and that they would embrace the viewpoint of the gospel as a means of delivering people and to see your kingdom happen in that way. We will not be ashamed of saying we want to see Jesus Christ be Lord over all of our areas and over our, our prisons and over the people in them. And so, God, um, I just pray that you would change the hearts and minds of people and you would give us tremendous favor with them. And and those who are going inside, that you would protect them and and help them be able to do the work they do uninhibited and in fact mm -hmm. only empowered father yeah. um that nothing could stand in their way from being able to expand your kingdom inside and outside mm -hmm. the prison father yeah father i pray for those people who are making the laws uh i ask that that you would uh, put people in their lives who would be strong witnesses of who you are and and your rule and your law your kingdom that's coming uh, for the, your second coming, the kingdom that you're bringing law. We want our laws to be in line with those, Father. And so we ask for you to uh, turn the hearts of those people who govern us, like your word says, or if they won't mm -hmm. yield, Lord, would you take them out and put people in their position who will? Rise up your people who will, are called by your name to take that responsibility. Mm -hmm. And Lord, we pray for Juan's 
his friend's sister Giselle were asking you to encounter her with uh, d- your deliverance, but also with your protection from the evil one, God. Uh, surround her with at least one person who's going to be a good witness for you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord of the harvest, we call out to you. And one is asking for um, more volunteers, more men and women who are willing to make the sacrifice to uh, give up of their time, Lord, so that they might serve you. Uh, Specifically at the Clements unit, Lord, but Father, you know how this is a dire need uh, at every institution across our nation, God. We were um, barely getting by before COVID and COVID wiped us out. And so, Lord, we need help. And so only you, Father, can grip the hearts of those. Uh, Only you can have a call so loud and strong that is just irresistible for those whom you are calling. And so, Lord, we pray that you would send the Calvary, that we would be able to um, work the harvest that is so plentiful. Amen. Michael, I know that you got a prayer request over there. Uh, Yes, uh, my prayer request is from from. Rodolfo from the Clements unit. He asked that we would pray for his mom and brother Alex to have a safe trip to San Antonio where they are attending his uncle's funeral and pray for comfort for the family. So, Lord, we thank you for um, Rodolfo. Lord, I just want to pray for him real quick, God, that he he would be strengthened, um, that his faith would be strengthened, Lord. God, I pray for uh, comfort for him, Lord, as he lost his uncle as well. And we want to pray for uh, his mom and Alex as they travel to San Antonio. Lord, I pray that uh, they would have protection, that they would have grace as they travel, that they would have um, that your angels Lord, would protect them as they they go back to and from San Antonio, Lord. And God, we pray for this family that has lost this uncle. Lord, I pray for the Holy Spirit to come. And Lord, you say your Holy Spirit, you use the word as comforter. Lord, I pray that. Uh, you would wrap around them in this time of uh, of of loss, Father, like a, a comfort blanket, Lord, that would just enclose them, Father, in your peace, in your presence. And we pray for this family, Lord. Uh, if this uncle was a believer, we rejoice because uh, he's with you to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. So, Father, uh, yeah. we just pray right now, God, that mm. all this family would be comforted by the the presence of our almighty King Jesus. Yeah. Hey God, I, I just pray for Rodolfo and it just, you know, it breaks my heart, you know, that he has got to want to be with his mom right now. Got to want to be with his brother, Alex, got to want to be with his family down in San Antonio for this. And yet he, you know, he's stuck and he can't be there. And so there's that, man, I wish I was there to see my uncle. I wish I was there to say goodbye. I wish I was there to be with my family and he, and he's stuck there, but, you know, the, the great that reminds me, Father, of the, of the story in Scripture where um, the centurion wanted his servant to be healed. And he approaches Jesus and he's like, hey, you know, could you heal him? And he says, well, do you want me to come with you? He's like, no, just say the word, because he knew that Jesus would go ahead of him even and that he would be there to heal the servant. And so, God, even though Rodolfo can't be there to do all those things, we are grateful to you, King Jesus, that you can be, that you can do all those things, that through our prayers, that, that you are there you are going to comfort the family and everything else. And that we pray that you could, you would comfort Rodolfo as well uh, in all of this. We pray that he get a chance to call his mom and talk to his mom and let him know how much, uh, how much he loves her and, uh, and everything. And we pray that the funeral goes as well uh, in addition to that. And Jesus, you know what it is like to lose a loved one. And we, we've seen you grieve, and we've seen you weep, and we've seen you care and comfort, and, um, and we've seen you restore, God. And we know that you you proved, you rose, you raised Lazarus from the dead, and and you rose your own self from the dead. And, and we know that there's a resurrection, God, that you've conquered death, that you have power over it. And so, God, I pray that death would not have power over this family, but that they would take comfort um, in you and your presence and that they would know that you are victorious 
and you care, God. So I pray this for the comfort, um, for the victory to come, but also just comfort in your presence, God, that you, mm-hmm. that you love, that you care, and that you see their tears, and that you weep with them, God. I pray that Rodolfo and his mother and his brother Alex um, would, would feel that, um, and that the entire family would know, God, that you care and that you draw near to the brokenhearted. In Jesus' name. Amen. Aaron, um, why don't you give us the prayer request that you have there? Sure. This goes, or this comes from Harvey over at Donovan, San Diego. He has several. His first is to pray for his son and his family, for them to grow in understanding and action and reading the word. And he asked for prayer for prayer for himself that uh, he's battling guilt and pain in his spirit and uh, guilt from uh, his relationship with his brother and also prayers for his twin niece and nephew who are going to have a heart surgery sometime soon and so Mm. so father we pray for harvey's son um, and for his family lord that uh, exactly what he said that they would grow in their understanding specifically lord of their understanding of who you are, um, of who they are in you, and of your great love for them, God, and how that changes everything, Lord. And and as they grow in their knowledge of who they are in Christ, and as they just as their cup overflows, God, uh, we pray that it wouldn't be something that's held on to, but is a, a motivator for action. God, you bless us to be a blessing to others. And so we pray uh, for Harvey's son and his family, God, that as they grow in their understanding of their love and knowledge of you, that they would be inspired to um, take action, stepping out in faith, Lord, uh, being the light and the salt that you call us all to be in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. Father, I thank you that you would come and and have reconciliation in this relationship with with, uh, Harvey's brother, Lord. I pray that all guilt and shame would be erased by the blood of Jesus, that that relationship would be restored. Um, God, I pray um, that your your presence would come even right now and touch Harvey's heart, Lord, and that him and his brother, Father, would uh, come out on the other side of this closer than they were before, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yes, God. Yeah. Yes, God. God, I also pray for them, for the family as well, that for the son and the family, that they would really um, have a heart to obey your word and that that obedience would change them and the lives of the people around them, that they'll want to uh, be your light as well to the people around them. And um, just help Harvey to be able to be an encouragement to his family and to feel like he can still be connected with them and still be able to be that influence upon them, even within uh, his current circumstance. Uh, God, that, you know, um, he can still be a father uh, because of your spirit and uh, the ability, taking the advantages and the, the opportunities he has to encourage them. And so, God, I, I only ask for that to grow in, in this time. Father God, I want to pray for Harvey and Donovan prison for his son and family. Father God, I pray that you use him as the light to guide them. I know that we have a heart to want to want our family to understand what we've seen, what we've experienced through you, Father God. But may we be that light, Father God, through Harvey, that he can show son and his family that you, Father God, can mend all things. Mm -hmm. I also pray for Harvey, Father God, that all these feelings that he's going through, guilt and anxiety, these things are not from you, Father God. So I pray that you also minister into his heart as he sits there and he's experiencing all these feelings. Father God, I also pray for his niece and nephew. I pray that you're in that operation room, Father God, that you're touching the hands of the surgeons and the doctors that are there present, Father God, and that you just work the way that you do, Father God, that we it exceeds our own understanding. 
I thank you, Father God, and all these things. In Jesus' name, I pray. Mm-hmm. Amen. Paul, I know you have a, a request over there uh, over Israel, which is very timely and very biblical to be praying for Israel. So, yeah, it, it, away, my man. I just love the fact that uh, our brothers on the inside are, are concerned about what's going on in the rest of the world. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad that we got this request from Emilio, who's thinking beyond his own life and thinking about uh, people suffering in another place. And he wants us to specifically pray for Israel for protection, for provision for Israel. And he also wants us to remember to pray for the people in Gaza to the innocent ones, uh, especially babies and older senior citizens who are most impacted by the lack of resources that are caused that are interrupted by war. And so uh, let's remember that there are always innocent people that suffer when war happens uh, on every side. And so um, let's go ahead and take some time and pray for that. God, we know that Israel is dear to you that you've chosen to reveal yourself through Israel to us, that you've made a way for us to be a part of your kingdom through Israel, that you helped us understand who Jesus is uh, because of of your people, Israel. We know all of these things. And God, uh, we understand that they're under a lot of attack globally right now for um, for defending themselves for a lot of different things, God. And so we ask that you would strengthen your people, Israel, that you would protect them as you have already, that you would um, strengthen the believers that are there in Israel and allow them during this time to walk with the peace that passes understanding to the true shalom peace so that the people around, whether Jew or Muslim or atheist or whatever, that they would have an opportunity to see something different about the followers of Christ, that they have the spirit of God in them, that, uh, that they are the embodiment of what you meant when you said shalom, Father God. Uh, We pray for the citizens of Gaza. We know that there are innocent Palestinians uh, who are victims of this war as well, especially the young children, God, especially the older citizens of of the area who are unable to get the resources that they need to be able to survive. Father God, I pray that you would protect the babies, that you would protect these senior citizens so that they would be able to um, to know in some way that they are your people too, that you are taking care of them, that you have not forgotten them because you always look out for the young, you look out for the old, and you always look out for those who can't protect themselves. That's who you are, God. And we pray over all the people of Israel. And we do ask for peace in the Middle East uh, so that we can, so that your kingdom could come and your will could be done right there as it is in heaven. Yes, God, you are a God of love, and you are kind even to the evil. You love your enemies, and you and you give grace. Jesus, you prayed for those who were killing you, that the Father would forgive them. And so, God, we just ask for for a spiritual, divine awakening, God, that you would pour out your mercy on Israel on Palestine, in Gaza, would you move in power and in love, Lord? Would you draw people to yourself? Would you make your name great? God, I pray just for, um, for especially for children who um, are just shell-shocked and who are reeling and confused, who can't do anything to defend themselves, God. I just, I just call out for your spirit to go and comfort them. And would Jesus be known by them? Would you rescue them, God? I pray for people who are, who are dying, God, would you touch their hearts? Would you send the gospel forth so that they can hear the name of Jesus, so they can come to know you as their Savior, God? Um, in this time, would you send the brave? Would you send, would you call people into the harvest? into the chaos, into the fear and unrest and confusion and pain to bring the light of the gospel into the darkness in Jesus' name. God, I just pray that that there will be a uh, truth known about what is going on there by everyone that no side or anything that would be able to lie about one another so that, Father, as the truth is being lifted up, people can be able to seek it and find it and be able to find you even in the process. And I pray that God, that you would protect innocence, that you would protect civilians, that you would protect people during this time from um, brutality, from sudden death, and also from 
physical need uh, and give them the, the, the help that they need at this particular time. But God, I just ask you and in these crises that your desire is to relieve the suffering, but also you desire these things to, to push people towards yourself. And so, God, I ask that you would just be send, talking to people in dreams and in visions and, yes. and just drawing people to yourself, Father. And let your goodness triumph over this evil in this day. Yes. yes. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Lewis, can you hit us yes, with sir. your prayer request? Yes. So this evening I'm reading for Mr. John from Clements, Texas, and uh, he wants us to be praying for violence in the pots and in the prison. And uh, so, Father God, I bring this to your attention. I thank you, first and foremost, for John's heart, for wanting to pray for others and taking it upon himself to take that call of uh, requesting this prayer. Father God, I know how bad the violence can get in prisons. I thank you, God, that you're a God of peace because mm -hmm. you can give us peace within these storms, Father God. You may not take them away, but I know, Father God, that you can create the peace that we need. And at this time, Father God, I pray that you just show your spirit in this prison, Father God. There's a lot of men here that are thirsty for you and that are just seeking you. Father God, I pray that this peace that the evil one is trying to rise up, that you just show up, Father God, and you just take this away, Father God. And if you can't take it away, create the peace that is needed, Father God, in their hearts so that way this no longer takes place. Thank you, Father God, that you are able to take care of this in Jesus' name. Yeah, Father, <clears throat> I just echo what Lewis is saying. Lord, we, we need your peace to invade. We need you to move because if you don't, nothing will change. Uh, and God, I'm, I'm just right now reminded about how you love to use people who are your followers to instigate and to bring it. And, and so I'm asking that if you have anything uh, that you want John to do, um, that you put it on his heart and, and know and and he'll know that you're the God of David who who triumphed Goliath. Not that he needs to be throwing stones at him, but that he needs to be moving by the Spirit and be moving in the Spirit. And so, Lord, <clears throat> you are the one who can bring peace there, and I ask you to to do a work there. Um, and, and if John or any other believer is there, God, I just ask that you would lay heavy on their heart how they should establish peace and less violence uh, in the pods there. In Jesus' the Lord, name. The Lord says, blessed are the peacemakers. <laughs> blessed, he says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Lord, I pray that you would raise up your people within the prison to be peacemakers, that yes. the light inside them would be shown in their actions and their words to the people around them, and that they will make peace in this time, that they will make peace amongst the prisoners, that they will make peace and call people to make peace with you, peace with their families, peace with with their own past and what their future can be. And so, Father, I just pray that you would call all those within the prison that know you, that claim to know you, to take their rightful place as your peacemakers during this time. Yeah, Father, you know how difficult uh, the holiday season can be for uh, many men um, locked up in prison, God. And Father, we pray, men who um, um, once again are experiencing that, that pain, that they would not allow it to manifest in acts of violence, Lord, but that um, they would give it over to you, Lord, and allow you to heal such wounds. Uh, for yeah. you can yes. do this, Lord. Okay, Travis, you still with yeah. us, my man? 
I'm with your, you. Your video was off, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Travis, can you uh, give us your prayer request that you got there? Yeah, yeah. So we've got, um, we're going to start praying for, for healing. Um, so we've got a few different uh, people in the Clements unit asking for prayer for uh, the people that they care about. So Jesse is, um, he's asking for prayer for Zach. Um, for Perez and Barbara for their health, um, and for Pastor Davis uh, to recover. And um, we also, Barbara also, she has a leaking roof, and so we're going to pray just for provision to get that fixed. Um, Leonard, also in the Clements unit, is asking for prayer for Fanny, um, for her sciatic nerve, and for Mildred and her back pain. And then Paul, also in the Clements unit, is asking for prayer for Troy, his cousin, who is currently on life support. Uh, so, Lord, we just lift up all of these needs, each person for, for Zach, for Pastor Davis, for Perez, Barbara, for Fanny, and for Mildred, and for Troy. Lord, we just ask, Holy Spirit, would you just go and and touch every, every body, every body, peace where there's pain every cell every fiber god would your spirit just go and move in power and bring healing in the name of jesus just kingdom of heaven come we just call each person's body into submission to the will of god in heaven and we just i just pray for faith god i pray for faith for each person who needs your healing to cry out and to reach out for the, the hem of your garment and for each person, for Jesse, for Leonard, and for Paul, God, would you just embolden them to pray with fervor, God. You say that our prayers matter. They do something. And so, God, I pray that you would just build and bolster their faith. I've seen you move in power and healing. And so we ask now for each of these people, God, um, that you would move, bring relief, and bring restoration to their bodies. Lord, I also pray for Barbara, just that you would meet that practical need for her roof. Would you send somebody, would there just be someone who knows? God, even would you just reveal to her or reveal to someone nearby uh, what the problem is, where it is, and how to solve it? Um, God, you care. You care. You feed the sparrows and you clothe the lilies. And so how much more do you care for Barbara? How much more do you care for Zach and for Perez. God, we just ask that you and your spirit would move in mercy and kindness and love to heal each person in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Father, your word says that um, you are a healer, that you bore our, our sickness upon that tree, Lord. So I just pray for all these prayer requests of healing, God, that you would come and move in your power, Lord, Mm -hmm. that um, sickness and disease is underneath your feet, Lord. You have been seated far above mm -hmm. power and wicked thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ Jesus, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, even, um, Lord, if there's a, a demonic root behind some of this sickness, Lord, I pray that you would crush it in the name of Jesus, Lord, mm -hmm. um, and that, that healing would come to each of these requests, Lord, that that Troy would, would have life. We speak life to Troy, even though he's on life support. Father, I pray that he would begin to breathe on his own, Lord, through the power, yes, through the blood of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus over each of these requests for healing, Lord. We thank you, Father, for um, you say the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much, Lord. So we pray together in agreement that these that need healing, Father. These requests that have come before you, Lord, I pray that you would move in your compassion in Jesus' name. Yes. Lord, I pray yes. all these healings would be able to give you honor and glory. Yeah. In their healing, they'll be able to know that it is from you, that you are their healer, and that they can turn to you for gratitude and for future healing of their souls and in their lives. Amen. Amen. Guys, that was amazing. Uh, I hope that you um, that you listening are are as half as encouraged as I feel here, praying with you guys, um, praying for you guys, and with you all. Um, I do have one more little prayer request here, or a big one. Uh, I'm gonna have my friend Beck. She's gonna sort of introduce what's going on and tell us about 
the needs of uh, the Freedom Initiative, which is also um, where this podcast is coming out of is the Freedom Initiative. So go ahead, Beck. Yeah, um, you know, Paul and I, along with this team here, um, have a heart to be able to equip our brothers and sisters inside of prison to be able to reach each other. Um, because we believe that all of you are were born to be disciple makers, to born to be world changers. And um, so our the, the Freedom Initiative and what it's seeking to do, it wants to be able to partner with Christian uh, men and women inside the prison and find ones and help and train them to be leaders on the inside to start discovery Bible studies inside the prisons amongst the lost populace that are there and hopes to be able to lead them on a, a journey of discovery to know who God is and how to follow him and how to help others do that too. And so what we're praying for and what we're working on right now is we're what many different prisons across Texas, California, and even the United other parts of the United States is right now we are looking for inside leaders, people who would be willing to be committed to pray, to learn how to start these discovery Bible studies and to remain faithful in those things, to be the salt and light where they are both in prison and that the Lord allows them to be able to leave and to continue to be that on the outside as well to their communities. And so um, right now I'd like for us to pray that the Lord will call people, will call these men and women to that. And if you're interested in being a part of that, just um, if you happen to be in a prison where some, you know, some of the people that we know, <laughs> you can just simply tell them. But if you're not, if you're, if you don't know how anybody in particular that we know, um, then you can always write us at the PO box that Riley will give later and be able to express your interest in being that. But we like to be able to pray for God to call these people and to protect them and and join us in this this effort to reach all these communities for him. So let's pray. Um, Father, I just. I pray that you would raise up these men and women. You have given them a name already. You've known them before they were ever born. You've known them from eternity past. And you know the special task you have for them and the destiny that they have as warriors for you, Father. They are warriors for you. And so, God, I just pray that you would call these men and women and connect them with our team and give them your spirit to be able to bless and lead many in prison to know you and in the communities from which they came and beyond. Father, you have called, you said in your word that the nothings, the nobodies, the weak, the powerless, to be able to show your power and your might and your love. And so God, we just ask that you would call these people connect them and protect them in your power and and just build them up in your spirit to be everything that you've made them to be. Yeah, Father, uh, I ask that you would also um, bring up to our, our minds people that you have um, destined to help with prison ministry. Bring them up to our minds, God, and may we reach out to them. May we... Um, not just sit on that name, but but speak to them and ask them if they if that's something they'd want to do, um, if if it's something that God's putting on their heart. <clears throat> Father, I ask you to um, be intentional about protecting these people who want to enter into this, as as we've seen so many times, people uh, encountering an increase in life circumstances and just what's seeming attacks on their life, Father. Uh, we just ask for protection from the evil one on and over these volunteers that are to come. And and we ask that you would, um, yes, Father, bring those people to our minds who could be mentors and, and helping in this capacity. Yeah, God, what I love about, about you is that you are in the business of changing destinies. 
you're in the business of changing the destinies of families. You changed the destiny of my family when my dad hit a baseball through the window of a church and that pastor came out and sat with him and discipled him into a relationship with you. And, and I'm grateful for that, Father. And it's resulted in so much, so many things. It's such an incredible adventure. I know that you can change the destiny of those into in, in the prisons right now, God. You want to change their destiny. You want to change the destiny of their family, their children, their grandchildren, and things like that. And that can begin right now. God, you didn't create any of the men or any of the women listening to this prayer right now to be prisoners. You created them to be mothers. You created them to be fathers. You created them to be business leaders. And you, cre you created them to be disciples. And Father God, I pray that you would work in their hearts right now to call them into that identity, out of the old man, into the new man, that they would step into that. And they would realize that with the rest of their life, no matter whether that's going to be in prison or out of prison or both, that they can spend it bringing honor and glory to you all of the days of their life, that they can be known as disciple makers, known as sons and daughters of peace, known as the ones who the presence of God rests upon mm. them. Yes. And so, God, I pray for that identity. I pray that you would raise up men and women to step into that identity and that, God, it would transform the prisons that we have in the United States. It would transform the families that they have on the outside. It would transform the, um, the friend groups that they have on the outside. Father God, I pray as a result of men and women stepping up to be disciple makers, we'd see human trafficking rings shut down. I pray that we... Mm. We would see drug rings shut down. That we'd see car theft rings shut down. That we'd see gangs shut down, uh, and not because they were all got incarcerated, God, but because they fell at the feet of King Jesus and they decided they didn't want to walk that path anymore, and that they stepped into the destiny that you created them to have. And that's what we want. That's the goal of the Freedom Initiative. The goal is that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that the sons and daughters of the Most High God will recognize that that's what they were created to be. And they would start walking it out no matter where their feet may take them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, amen. That was great. You know, I love praying for the Freedom Initiative and have mentors go in. Um, I'm just reflecting back on my own life through this uh, time here. And I'm remembering the mentoring process that the Lord led me through personally. When I was seeking him on my bed, reading his word, desiring my heart and life would look like somebody who would make him proud. And he really did show up and mentor me. I want to encourage you guys that above all, there's time and space in your life to do that. Because that's what's going to fuel you. That's what's going to give you purpose and life. And as Jesus says, life abundant. And, and that's what we want for all of you guys. Uh, so get in that word, rent your heart, tear it open, and, and desire to change with him. Go ahead and share with your friends, the people you're around in there. Just tell them what's going on in your life and uh, ask them what they think about it. Keep it real casual and cool. We're going to sign off here for the day. And uh, we love you guys. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Go ahead and write at P.O. Box. <laughs> 19321 Amarillo, Texas 79114 Make that out to remember the prisoner Let us know what's going on in your life Celebrations, how we can pray for you guys And until next week Remember, you have Eternal purpose And it's found in his word In prayer And in action Love you guys, God bless